Hello! What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, alongside Tyler. How you doing, buddy? I'm okay. Today's a, a pretty alright day. Although, yesterday, I was I had to go run a couple errands. And I had mm-hmm. to get some cash out. But then I needed that cash to be in uh, ones. So I ended up buying a do from sheets didn't know until i fucking started drinking it that it's a diet do oh i i don't know man i know i know there's people out there that like diet diet do's but i can't do it diet do's are not not to be honest for me diet mountain dew is the worst diet so oh 100 i 100 like diet coke is totally fine diet pepsi is totally fine to me but Man, yeah, Diet Mountain Dew is not not good at all. I don't know what they, how, I guess, I don't know. There must be something to do with that flavor that they can't really get it right. Yeah. Man. Yeah, so kind of a a tragedy of the Dews over here. Mm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, it has been... One hell week. Yeah. It, it, shit has been bad. Oh, yeah. Um, I, Tyler, if you feel uncomfortable, you can tell me to cut this out, but I'm going to say it right at the top here. Uh, fuck the police. Black Lives Matter. Um, if you can donate, go donate to uh, the charities that will help the, the protesters at the moment because, uh, you know, what fucking happened and what has been happening in this country for decades is just fucking awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. Uh, it's It's been wild, and to be honest with you, there's also, you know, just, you know, being on Twitter, seeing people post a bunch of stuff, a bunch of videos. Uh, police aren't doing a lot to, like, help themselves, I think, either in no, this situation they, they're, they're, they have no restraint at all no i mean and and that that's just it's unfortunate it's completely unfortunate obviously what yeah what what's happened for a long time but definitely what happened to kind of kick off the the this the protest across the country mm-hmm. um with the death of george floyd i mean it's just it's uncalled for um with with what how the police go sometimes, and it's, it's just unfortunate. I I had to go into the city yesterday on Walnut mm-hmm. Street, and I could not go down the main drag. Um, you know, basically in Lancaster, there's two main main roads that you can go down to get through one one end to the other. Um, so going into the city from the south end, uh, there was a lot of people out um, protesting. And, uh, even, you know, there, there was a good amount of people on, on some of the side streets that I ended up having to take. Um, but you could just tell like the vibe was a lot different in the city. Yeah. Um, cause there's, there's a lot of people out there protesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, people were, this one truck drove, drove by me, uh, that 
had some people hanging out of it just like screaming a bunch of stuff i I think they were screaming no justice no peace i think is what i heard them Mm -hmm. say but they're just like flying down the street with like all these dudes hanging out screaming i was like oh boy it's just something that that uh you know i've seen people protesting and stuff before in the city but not to this scale it's just something you never really think you would see but you know it's what they're protesting for it needs to be done so yeah and not not like those protests a couple weeks ago where a bunch of white people just <laughs> want to get haircuts <laughs> yeah. and they stormed fucking state uh, capitals with weapons yes but they weren't treated like this no they weren't they weren't it's the differences between the two is staggering and the and the fact that the police are allowed to use tear gas a substance banned on battlefields right they're police yeah it's fine that that's just total bullshit. Like, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, I mean, you go, you can all go look it up yourselves. Like, there's a bunch of, sh- you will see some videos that might, that should make you uncomfortable. Yeah, definitely, definitely. There's some that, honestly, I was looking at last night. Just kind of gave me chills. I was like, oh my god, this is unbelievable. Um, but then you know, whatever. I mean, this is my opinion, of course. You, uh, you have your own, but I think it's pretty obvious that our, our president doesn't do much to help in this situation either, which yeah, I, I would argue very that, uh, unfortunate. perhaps he is doing the opposite of helping. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, or he's helping the wrong people who don't need help. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just wanted to get that... Uh, get that uh off at the top of the show just so y'all know at least know where i stand um it's yeah we'll we'll get on with the show here i just i just felt like i needed to say something yeah i mean it's it's too big of a topic to to ignore Mm -hmm. right now and it it is a very valid argument that ignoring it is complicit in continuing what the status quo which is not okay mm-hmm. um but we do have a show we have a special segment later on where we'll predict some things that are going to happen this summer and yeah potentially happen pretty soon because you know e3 would normally be what a week or two away i think it would be not not next week but the following mm-hmm. that's when it would be yeah uh, so we have some predictions, uh, but first we're going to get through some other things. Uh, Tyler, I know you've been playing some games. We played some games together, and you mentioned some other games you were playing. Tyler, tell yeah. me about some of these video games. Yeah, um, I'll start with um, Final Fantasy VII. Uh, finally okay. made it out of Chapter Nine. I am now at the beginning of Chapter Twelve. Um, oh God! You are way ahead of me. I did not get a chance to play Final Fantasy this week. Gotcha. Yeah, and you know, chapters um, ten and eleven are definitely a lot more exciting to me. Um, it, it, they are a a decent length too. Like chapter nine is just, in my opinion, it's just such a slog to get through. And I, I get it from story reasons. In character development, there's some there's some nice things that happen in that chapter, but it's so fucking long. And even the you know I was close to finishing chapter nine. I felt like, and when I started 
playing Final Fantasy the other night, I'm like, I'm not that far away. And I think I was still another hour away from the <laughs> ending. So I think all, all told, Chapter 9 probably took me between five and six hours to get through. It's just crazy. But then Chapters 10 and 11... You know, they, they've been the typical length of the previous chapters. And there's some really cool boss fights that go, uh, in, that happen in these chapters. Um, some pretty visually cool spots as well. And yeah, it, it's it's a fun game. I'm still, still digging it. I'm just kind of, I kind of want the story to kind of pick up here. Because it's felt like it's kind of really been drug out. And... Mm-hmm. You know, that's coming from me who has never played the original Final Fantasy VII. So I, I can imagine how someone might feel that might have played the original. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to continuing to play that game. It seems like some big stuff is about to happen soon with where I'm at. Um, but yeah, it's, it's cool. And like I said, some of the boss fights that happened in chapters 10 and 11 were... You know, there, there. I think there's three major ones that you run into, and I, I would say two out of the three were pretty tough. At least I, I didn't like fail going through them or anything, and like everybody died. But there was, there was times where I was, I was kind of close. It was, mm. it was tough. So, all right. So yeah, that's that's that. Gonna keep trucking along with it. Um, played. And started, and I believe you've played it too, some Minecraft Dungeons. Yes. Uh, I've played two or three levels of Minecraft Dungeons. Yeah, I've played the first two of it. Mm. Um, well, I think one of the levels I played was a bonus level that you find within the first level. Oh, okay. Cool. Gotcha. Yeah, th- th- there is, you know... Let me back up. Just to say from the top, and I think you kind of feel the same way. Minecraft okay. Dungeons is a fine game, and yes. that's about it. Mm-hmm. And and that's you know maybe it'll get better as you get better gear, and you know maybe you can turn the difficulty up or something. I don't know, but it's uh, it's at least to start off with incredibly easy, and oh, yes. to the point where it just it's kind of almost boring to play um yeah yeah but you know that there is that loop of of but it's not to like the diablo level or anything but where you're getting loot and and finishing uh a level and you get a chest to open and all this stuff so like it's it's fun to play i can see it maybe being fun with other people because um, maybe you can crank the difficulty up, but then also just you have someone there to just kind of chill out with. But but it's it's fine. It's just it's very simple. I think. Mm. Yeah i I think yeah you said it right. It, it, it's a fine game. I I enjoy Minecraft aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Uh. But the thing about that, though, is that it really limits what they can do. It's It looks pretty. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but the fact that you're killing the same enemy type pretty much every level, and they might introduce a new enemy every level, but 
it, there's just not that variety there. No. And I think variety is the problem with Minecraft dungeons is that like a lot of the weapons like it's there aren't really unique weapons. There are just weapons that are higher level, mm-hmm. higher numbers. Right. Um like there are different types of weapons, but within those types of weapons it's really about just increasing the numbers. Right. And even and, like the enhancements that you get as you level up at least mm-hmm. so far, don't seem to have a bunch of variety to them where you could create kind of a different build. I mean, they're mostly all just damage, at least so far in the beginning. You know, or, or like the bow. You increase your the speed that you can mm-hmm. shoot more arrows. It's like, okay, this is cool, but it doesn't have that, you know, Diablo level of, of you know, deepness where... There's just a ton of variety to building your character. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Like there, there are definitely some things missing from Minecraft dungeons that you know. Maybe I just go back to Diablo for like right. I, I miss character classes and classes that like play differently. It feels like your character is just a blank slate and you just attach items to it. Uh-huh. Um, it doesn't feel like your character has any sort of specialization in itself. It's just about your equipment. Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's... I I think it's it's alright if I just want to turn my brain off, but also mm-hmm. I have other games that I play to do that. Right. And those games I tend to enjoy more. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I mean, I think I'm gonna keep playing it yeah, the uh, thing I'll but, say is that we should try to play multiplayer sometime and see if that yeah, adds anything to it. Definitely, definitely, uh, I would. I'd be down for that. Yeah, um, and I'm 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 also interested to see what the end game of that is as well. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. I mean, it's 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 okay. The the one thing that I personally, this is just me, kind of dig is how they do the map. Um, you know, at, at least I, I I mean I'm playing on. PC, but I'm using a controller, and uh, I think it, you press like left on the D-pad or something, and it kind of brings the map up in this kind of weird-looking mode. But it's relative to like where you're standing, so you can see yourself go through the map. I, I, I personally don't mind that because it it doesn't take you at completely out of the action at all into like a totally different screen. Like you're still there in case something. Something comes up that I don't know, it's just something that I personally dug a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, the other game that I played and I actually finished was Streets of Rage Four. Oh, um, finished that yesterday, and that game's cool. Um, it's really short. I mean, I think they're banking on replayability there, replaying it at at a higher difficulty replaying to get a higher score and replaying with different characters um so i played through with axel and played through all 12 levels and i think it i think you can get through that game in like two hours um but i enjoyed my time especially some of the later levels there was there was some good challenge there some of the boss fights were neat um it's kind of weird so you end up fighting two bosses at the same time at the very end but you fought them individually before 
And when fighting them individually, I found them to be a lot harder than fighting them right at the end. Um, oh, that's weird. So, yeah, at least that just happened to me. But I felt really good by the end of that game. Like, it just feels really good to have an enemy come into the to the screen. And it has a decent length health bar. And you get some hits on them and knock them up in the air. And you keep your combo going. And you totally wipe their health bar out before they even hit the ground. Like, that stuff does feel really good. Or when you have just a crazy amount of enemies on screen and you're punching this dude and then you do the back punch and punch that guy in the face. Then you run over and you pick up a sword and throw it at that guy. And it it does feel good. I just wish, and, it, and it's just a brawler sort of, you know, an old school beat-em-up sort of game to where, like, it does feel good, but if it was more of, like, a... If it was a lot more just fluid, I feel like it would feel a lot better if it, if it was just more more in on maybe more fast-paced action. Because otherwise, it, it does feel a little chunky and slow at times. But, but it's a cool game. I, I think uh, I would recommend it if you can get it. Like I got it through Game Pass, so that, I think it was great to play it on there. Otherwise, I don't think I would have picked it up but if you do pick it up cheap i think uh it's it's worth it to at least play through it it was a good time so i do think i'm not sure i think that game's also co-op i think you can oh, play yeah, that that makes sense i think the old games were co-op yeah, as well yeah i think you can play with others and um but yeah i mean one thing that i mentioned like earlier on that I didn't like was the music and the music gets just weirder as you go on too. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I, I don't like this. I'm going to fucking put some death metal on because that feels a lot better to beat the shit out of dudes on screen than, than this weird music. Like the music's way too relaxing to me. And I'm like, what is going on? But yeah, streets of rage four. It's, it's pretty all right. Um, I guess I'll talk about, because I got like three more games to talk about. I played a lot of oh. shit this week. Um, but two of them we've, we've played together. So I'll get the other one out of the way. I've played a lot of Wreckfest this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, God. You couldn't get the racing out of you. No. You have to, you have to race. I, yes. It doesn't matter. I, yes, I do. And I fucking love this game. It is so much fun to play. I think I've played through, uh, like, the career mode, the first, I'm blanking on the names of what they're called, but the first two sections, basically, uh, so uh-huh. I think I'm on the third, which is Challengers or something like that, so been playing a lot of it, and I just, I like just about everything about this game. I love how it feels, just the race, I love that, especially, you know maybe more of the oval racing or more of just the the tracks where you're doing multiple laps um it it has that almost like forza horizon feel that i really like where you're on a dirt road and you just charge into the corner and maybe you hang out on the outside but you really Mm -hmm. you just kind of hang it there your car sideways and then you just pass the dude it feels really good but then also you know, it's the name of the game. Just fucking wrecking someone is fun as hell. And yeah. I, I would highly recommend 
you're playing this game to crank the difficulty up. Because yes, especially definitely. when you crank it up, the AI is not that bad, and they oh, will, god they will fuck you so, up. <laughs> sometimes the AI is feel the only ding I'll give against the game. Sometimes it feels like the AI is just there to take you out and not race. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it does feel that way. I mean, especially at the beginning of a race. Sometimes you know you might be uh, on the outside going into the corner, but there's fucking 16 cars all smashed together and then everybody starts wrecking each other and then someone runs into you. It's like, holy moly, what is going on? But it's a, it's a good time. And I think just cranking that difficulty up just makes the game so much more fun. And, um, even the other, I love just the creativity in some of these races. Like, I was playing on, you might have done this one, on a track that was basically an oval, but you would go, but they kind of cut it in half, and so you're going one way on the oval, and then there's a really sharp, almost hairpin-like turn, Uh and then you come back and go the other way, so so eventually later in the race, there's like a lot of crossing pads. Yep. That race was so much fun, and you go into those like hairpin like turns, and everybody's just smashing into each other. Um, that's that's fun, but even just a dumb shit like racing on a sofa, why oh, not? Oh, god, yes, um, yes, <laughs> doing a demolition derby with like farm tractors, why not? Mm. Um, <laughs> trying to think of what are what some of the other ones I did, but just fun shit like that you do that oval race with all those buses yes yeah and you're the you're the car and yep. you're trying to avoid all the buses yeah that that was that was wild and <laughs> watching those buses try to fling it around that oval it's yeah, fun. yeah yeah it was um and then i think some of my favorite races too because they are so chaotic and you really don't know what's going to happen is the figure eight races Oh yeah. Those get so so fucking intense. And and I had this one race where I was in second and I was getting close to the lead. I was running out of time. There's like two laps left. Um you know, things are close. And then we go through where they're crossing at the figure eight. The leader gets wrecked and I get the lead. And now it's the mm-hmm. last lap and I'm like, fuck yeah. I got this. Now I'm going through the figure eight section and I, I'm looking at the, the, the mini map in the corner. I'm like, I think I can maybe go here and miss the cars. Um, and I did not miss them. <laughs> I got fucking wiped out. Then everybody starts running into me. And then I think I went from first to 11th on the last lap and i'm like oh my god this is awful but it's just you can't get mad at it it's it's not Mm -hmm. really like like a sim racer or anything like that you just kind of laugh and you're like okay that's that was that um i want to play online oh me too me too i haven't played online yet we we got to do that it's a hoot breakfast is a lot of fun yeah it is and I'm definitely going to play through. And I think it has licensed music, too, which was weird when I started hearing it. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's it's not a bad soundtrack for Wreckfest. No, it's it's not. I I, I like it, and, yeah, I just like this game. 
there's a lot of a lot mm-hmm. of cool stuff and then even like some of the customization you can do with the cars um it's pretty cool you, know, you can get into it a lot of different parts it's itching. so it's it's scratching a little bit of the burnout itch mm-hmm. yeah at least for me i mean i yeah yeah just just the fact that hey in this game it's totally okay to just wipe out any driver <laughs> if they're in your way <laughs> yes yes and i love to the um, the little like rivalry thing that kind of goes on in a race. So if someone slams mm-hmm. into you, the game you get basically yeah. makes that car uh, your rival. And then if you wreck them or you know, spin them out or whatever, then you get like extra points and stuff. Mm-hmm. That shit's so much fun. Um, yeah, it's a wild game. I, I like it. I really hope they make a sequel to this game in the future. Yeah. So. All right, uh, let's see. Last night, we played a lot of Call of Duty Warzone. Yeah, and just that was... Call of Duty in general as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I think uh, Call of Duty Warzone is is fun. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I also like gunfight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I, 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 I we. I think I had more of an itch to play gunfight last night, but I had a blast playing Warzone. I mean, we had a couple matches where we didn't really, like, make it to the end, necessarily. But we lasted a, a while, and then we also had a, a decent number of team kills. Um, that was... So that, that was fun. <laughs> There's just some moments in Warzone that are just, like... You, you can... And I will talk about them. But the feeling of actually being there when it happens, just you can't really relate the two. The one match where you, me, and Keith were all in like a buggy, basically, and we were driving away, mm-hmm. and then that missile locked onto us, <laughs> and we just bailed out at the very last second. Rocket hit the fucking buggy, blew up. I think you ended up going down. Yeah, but, I, I, I got knocked. So then, like, I'm crawling over to you and reviving you, and Keith's laying down fire to try to, you know, just shoot back at the guys up far away up in the hills, and then we just bail. It's like stuff like that is just wild in that game. And then also the one match. I mean, I didn't see you do it, but we were hunting down a team with the bounties that you can get mm-hmm. and you ran over those guys with a four wheeler. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man. That, that was, that was, I, good. I was like, watch this. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I just did it. It was, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. All the, all the, all playing all those, uh, racing games really prepared me for running people over with a four wheeler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a very fun game, and even just the more kind of intense things that happen are, are fun. Like uh, one of the last matches we played, where um, we were on one side of the bridge, and there was a bunch of people on the other side of the bridge. Um, like moments like that are just they're a lot of fun. The one thing that I will say that I don't fully dig is automatic weapons in the gulag. Mm-hmm. I wish yeah. it was just pistols. Pistols are a lot more fair and uh, just kind of even the playing field a little bit. I, I just don't know how I feel about uh, automatic weapons in a gulag. But mm. I feel like you should just have your rocks. You you just take your rocks that you have that you 
and you throw rocks at each other and yeah. beat each other to death yeah. with why not that'd be fun uh, yeah it's it's great um we played also that had a match a mode running deathmatch domination mm-hmm. which combined team deathmatch and domination together which was was neat um and then Let's see. After you got off, Keith got back on. We played a couple more matches of Warzone. Nothing really crazy happened. We had one match, though, where we finished 11th. Um, We took a couple guys out, but mostly we didn't really run into anybody, like the whole match, until until the end. Then we kind of got jumped. Um, we We saw these guys far away. They got some shots on us. They took Keith down. I revived them. Then we were just trying to run up the hill to maybe get a better position on them. And then as we were running up the hill, there was another team in the trees that we didn't even see right next to us, and they just mowed us down. So that was unfortunate, but Warzone's a good time. Yeah, yeah. I Man, if Apex didn't exist, I'd be playing a shit ton more Warzone. Yeah, 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 I can see that. I do think we definitely got to get Gunfight going yeah. sometime, though, because that was a really good time with that just one match, getting back to it. Um, then the last thing is our Divinity run keeps on going. Yeah, we killed those fucking Scarecrows. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they they beat the shit out of us a couple weeks ago, but we got it back, and that felt pretty good. Um mm-hmm. Some just really great writing going on. Like, I really liked that quest we did with Gareth. Um, in, in oh, yeah. Discovering, you know, how his parents died, basically. And taking all those guys out in there. Um, mm-hmm. and, then, and then just letting him execute yes. all the people in there. <laughs> that was that was insane. And the animations were, like, so corny. But I was like, okay, all right. Um now we are in the black pits. Yeah. Um, I guess before we did that, we, we actually went to uh, this cemetery and recovered some artifact of a weapon that we need mm. to get the other half yeah. of. right, right, right. We also lowered this drawbridge so this kid could meet his mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did a lot, actually. Yeah, we did. When and I think of it. I forget the name of the one kind of town that we went into, but like artistically, it was real spooky. Um, oh yeah, and I really liked that. But now we're in the black pits, which feels, you know, totally different as well. And we, the last battle we ended up doing, was just a grueling one because oh god, it went on and on. Yes, I think we ended up fighting four or five magisters, and then we could see on the map that there was a couple more, um, no. Not too far away, but they weren't involved in the battle. And just as we were finishing taking out the first set, those guys joined. So, yeah, that battle went on for a while, but we ended up pulling it out, and that was really satisfying. Mm-hmm. So, I really, I really like my Phoenix dive now with with Meat. Yeah, he just gets right up in there with the, with, and then you have that whole earthquake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the now. Phoenix dive creates some fire on the ground, and then the earthquake create some oil and then then that oil lights up right oh yeah yeah what i don't like is my archer 
uh, my ranger <laughs> Pierce, missing. who keeps fucking missing, and is in even at point blank range sometimes. It's so frustrating. <laughs> I'm like, what mm. the fuck's going on, man? There's got to be something going on there. There's there's got to be some sort of like optimal range yeah. sort of thing that might that might be playing into effect. There. Yeah, I'm not not sure. I might have to dig into it, but really loving that game. I'm I'm excited to uh, explore the black pits. Feel like there's a lot we can yeah. probably get into there. We have a lot of we have a couple quests. If I remember correctly, Fane is looking for someone there. Yep, yep. And then I think there's even more to that Gareth quest that we got to take a, care of down here. And then there's something for basically the main quest that we got to do. So yeah, whole lot going on there. But... And I'm sure we'll be introduced to even more quests. That quest log oh is my God. huge. It, <laughs> it keeps going even when I'm you know where checking a couple things off it's just like oh my god you talk to anybody you could you never know you might get into a quest so yeah which makes you feel like you have to talk to everybody yep <laughs> yep yeah oh, what man. a game it's great yeah that's it a lot of a lot of gaming for me this past week but that is all yeah. what about you you got anything else uh yeah i do have a couple of other things playing some Apex Legends, as you do, every week. Um, continuing that storyline, waiting for that next quest to open up uh, on Tuesday. But yeah, I, I like the the quests themselves, the solo PvE, or I guess you could do it with a group. The PvE experience is kind of, I don't know, bad? <laughs> easy? Maybe, maybe it's not bad. Maybe it's just too easy. Um, but the story they put behind that as, like, in the text stuff is really fun. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I like, I like Apex Legends a lot. I like the changes they made to the King's Canyon map. Uh, right now they are, like, it's the end of the exclusivity thing where, so now it's switching back between King's Canyon and, uh, World's Edge as it did at the end of last season. Sweet. Uh, but yeah, still doing that. Uh, I finished the Fallout 4 Far Harbor DLC. Oh, nice. Uh, I'm sure there's more side stuff I could do within it, but I finished the main story line. Um, I detonated a nuclear weapon in th- in the headquarters of the Children of Adam. I granted them division, which is what their whole religion is up is about, is dying by nuclear annihilation. Hmm. All right, that sounds uh, cool. Yeah. Do you uh, enjoy the DLC as a whole? Yeah, I, I I like Far Harbor. The only, I guess it's a thematic thing. It's a very dark place. Ah. Like Far Harbor is just really dark. Uh-huh. Um. It's it's fun. I enjoyed a lot of the quests that were there. Uh, they introduced some cool new weapons as well. Uh, and yeah, continuing to do that. I think the next DLC I'm going to uh, going to track down is the Vault 88 DLC, where you become overseer of a vault and build out a vault and, as a settlement. Uh, but yeah, right on. Uh, I also have been playing American Truck Simulator. Continuing, well, I have to pay off a loan because, you know, I took out a loan to upgrade, fully upgrade my garage and get another truck, another two trucks, actually. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm working on paying off that loan. 
Nice. As I do other things, because that's my zone out game. Yeah. And then just today, I got it on sale. Assetto Corsa Competition. Uh, it is a GT racing game. Um, the official racing game of the Blanc Pond GT Challenge. Uh, but yeah, I... I uh, just I just did a, a one race so far, and you know that whole that that includes having a practice session, having a couple qualifying sessions, and yeah, I I like this a lot. I think you wouldn't like it because it is too much of a sim. Oh, okay. Um, if you don't like, if you didn't like Project Cars 2, I'm not sure that Assetto Corsa is enough of a change in the direction that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm enjoying it. I, I did a race. I won the race. I need to increase the difficulty. But there are a few things I really like about what Assetto Corsa does. Um, it gives you ratings based on your performance. And there are different ratings. There's a track competency rating. There is a uh, consistency rating, like being able to put down consistent laps. Um, there is a safety rating, which is how you uh, how you perform when you're in a, in a crowd of cars. Uh, there is a car con- car control rating, which basically uh, rates you on how well you're able to push the car to its limits. Um, and then there's another rating. I forget exactly what the other one is, but yeah, it it gives you the gives you those ratings, gives you pointers on on how you can uh, improve those ratings. And yeah, it, I I just like I like video games that provide an avenue for you to train and get better, especially with racing games. Racing games that inform you about how you're performing and where you can do better. Um but yeah, a set of courses doing that for me, and I'm really enjoying it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like I, a pretty cool system. Yeah, it, it it's good. I I got it. I got it for I want to say twenty dollars. Uh, it was on sale. Nice. And yeah, it just released this year too. I think in March. Uh, so. Yeah, I I am always racing. Always racing. Yeah. I can't stop. I know. Me either. I always feel the urge to to race. Even when I'm playing something like Final Fantasy, I'm just like, ah, I could play some Wreckfest, Zone Out or something, but, mm-hmm. but yeah. Alrighty. Well, uh, I think that does it for the games I've been playing, at least the games that I can think of that I've been playing. Uh, I've actually kind of stopped playing Animal Crossing. Oh. Yeah. Mostly because I'm depressed that uh, my turnips failed me this week. <laughs> uh, that sucks. Yeah, I've, I haven't been playing too much. Um, game, Game's fine to me. Um, yeah, it's it, it's something you can check in on every now and then. Yeah. And, yeah. Definitely. Uh, but let's get into some news uh the news happens to be that we'll get more news pretty soon (laughs) pretty much um so sony has pretty much confirmed some of the rumors about having 
a showcase in early June. They've announced an event that they're going to host on June 4th, 1 o'clock Pacific, Pacific time. They're going to stream online showing you the PlayStation 5 and some things around that as well as I believe some video games will be shown. Sounds like it. Uh, we might look at the hardware. We might know the price. Who knows? Who knows what we'll we'll find out here. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be, it's, it's happening. Yeah. About the, t- you know, this is around the time E three would be happening, maybe a week beforehand. But you know, the same sort of time frame. We're gonna know what we would have known if E three had happened. It's like E three didn't need to happen. Yeah. It is. It is interesting that I think it was um, Jason Schreier tweeted something you know along the lines of it's interesting that Sony pulled out of E3 yet they're having a conference in June anyways mm. um, <laughs> now coronavirus could have fucked that up you know they're, they uh, definitely wanted to talk about some things like the Unreal Engine Mark Cerny stuff some of those things at GDC. So they probably, they might have been sharing some of this stuff before now, but but it is interesting. Um, I'm really excited. I mean, they, they said this thing is going to be a bit more than an hour, which to me is a little bit more than I would have thought they would have done. Um, so I'm really, really excited about that. And I'm just, I want, you know, we have some, actual predictions that we're going to make later in the show. Um, So I don't want to get too much into them now, but I just really want to be shown this is why you need to upgrade. And this is why playing on PlayStation 5 will be, you know, a great experience. Um, You know, Microsoft kind of fumbled on that a little bit with their third party inside Xbox um, earlier in the month. So I feel like this is just a really good opportunity for Sony to just knock it out of the park, and I hope they do. Yeah, I I just hope they don't spend too much of that hour talking about technical specs of their PlayStation 5. Yeah, see, I don't, that's I don't think they're going that's something, to. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm, just, I'm just throwing it out there mm-hmm. that potentially... That is one way they could fuck up, yeah. is by talking too much about technical specs that you could just drop in an article sometime later. Right. Um, I agree. I want to. I want to see. I want to see the console, and I want to see some games running on the console, and I want to see a price. That's all. I. That, those are the three things. The holy trinity of announcing a game console to me is showing the console, showing games running on it, mm-hmm. and telling us the price and when we can buy it. Right. Now. I don't disagree with you, but here. Well, I'm just going to throw out one of my predictions now. I don't think we're going to see the box. I might be oh, crazy God. on that, but um, oh, God. I'm trying to find where did I put that article? Um, oh, yeah. So this comes from IGN, where Jim Ryan did a bunch of interviews um, as well, uh, basically around the announcement of them announcing their showcase um they basically said that uh the price of the playstation 5 has not been affected by COVID 19 um but there's this quote here 
that that makes me think that maybe we won't be seeing the box on uh, Thursday. While he notes that the hardware engineers have not have been unable to get to China to complete work on finalizing prototypes, Ryan states that everybody just rolled up their sleeves and got on with it. Mm. So maybe maybe we will. Maybe you know maybe we will. I let me be clear. I want to see the box. I really really want to see the box. But mm. so, but that makes me so, think there's a chance we might not see it. So the PlayStation 5 is just a mirror you put in front of your PlayStation 4. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? But I also, I don't think we're going to get a price either. I, I mean, I would oh, love that, man. but I think I think Sony's waiting for Microsoft to go. I really do. But Microsoft is waiting for Sony to go. I know, but I know. One of them has to pull the trigger, and I feel like it's probably going to be Microsoft first. Unless Sony is very confident in their price, um, in that their price is maybe better than Microsoft or just just like the right price in general. Um, I just I don't see it happening here. I, I, I really feel like this is probably going to be games focused and that's what it should be. Now I am curious if they are going to touch on anything like, you know, you mentioned some technical specs maybe, uh, but I feel like they've got a lot of that out of the way. But is there anything additional that they want to talk about? What I'm, one key thing that I'm curious if they're going to talk about is if they're going to address backwards compatibility at all. Because now they said the console is going to be backwards compatible. They kind of fumbled some things between the Sony presentation and what it's actually going to be. There's going to be a lot of backwards compatibility. Um, and then there's this other report that we can talk about here in a second. But, um, you know, Microsoft has really been pushing backwards compatibility they they had their whole thing this week that said that there's going to be thousands of games available at launch on a series x because they're going for more of a pc like uh ecosystem basically so i'm curious if sony's going to touch on backwards compatibility at all during this during this presentation yeah uh, i mean we do have some details about, you know, future PlayStation 4 games. Um, mm-hmm. Games, I, I guess we'll just get into it here. Uh, so, games that are being submitted for certification with Sony on or after July 13th will have to be technically playable on the PlayStation 5. Now, what that means isn't clear, but it's it's up to the... Def- it's According to this story from Game Informer, it's up to the developer to make sure that it is technically playable. Um, so, I'm hoping that uh, this just means that PS4 games after July 13th will released after July 13th will be compatible. But I don't know. I I, I don't know. Uh, when does Ghost of Tsushima release? July. It's in July 17th. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not sure when that would have to be um, submitted for cert. I mean, I'm guessing it would be before July 13th. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess we don't... Re- and I'm more concerned with third-party games anyway. Right. Yeah, and at least according to Eurogamer, Ghost and The Last of Us Part Two will be running on PlayStation 5, no problem. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. I mean, those are the last two big major PlayStation 4 
first-party games. So that's just a nice way to maybe bolster your launch lineup a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, I think this, this makes a lot of sense, and this makes me feel good about Sony moving forward with backwards compatibility. Um, maybe it, it might not be there 100% at launch, which is, I think, uh, an area where Microsoft can definitely be potentially beating them on, but we don't fully know um, yet. But, you know, in the future, sounds like a lot of, a lot of games will be backwards compatible backwards compatible with ps4 and that's that's great now i wonder if if they will extend that at all you know so it's always wishful thinking but how awesome would it be if you can get ps1 two or three games on ps5 and i also wonder if they're going to talk about playstation now at all and how that's going to potentially evolve with playstation 5 i you know right now you can play PlayStation 4 games that are on the service and download those games, much like Games Pass, but I don't think you can download the PS3 games. Mm. Is that something... That that would be a huge thing if for that service, if you could download PS3 games on PS5, if it would be able to run it. Now, of course, there's the cell processor and all that with PS3 that makes that a little bit more difficult, but... Maybe they have something figured out, or the hardware is just powerful enough it can do it. Yeah, powerful know. enough to maybe run an emulator. Right. To yeah, it's. So I'm curious yeah. if if they're going to touch on PlayStation Now at all. I do not see them at all talking about PlayStation VR. Maybe mentioning that you know it can work, but at least for the future of PlayStation VR, I personally don't see them talking about mm. it. We might make it into that in our predictions. Maybe. 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 The, the, uh, the last article that also came out that I, I saw about uh, around the announcement of their showcase was that Jim Ryan is basically not in... He, the article is PlayStation boss not interested in making PS4 versions of PS5 games. Which, I mean... Okay. I I... It's, I don't know, I, I feel like that's that's something that's a new thing people are asking for, because I don't I don't remember, like, say, Bloodborne, no, was, no one was asking for Bloodborne on PS3, were they? No. Definitely not. And, and I think people want to upgrade at this point, if they can, and... You know, if you have the option to play the game on PlayStation 5, you're going to play it on PlayStation 5. Um, In in the fact that, we'll see, if, you know, when I buy The Last of Us Part 2 here in a couple weeks, I could play that on PlayStation 5, even though it's the PS4 version, and it just gets enhancements out of running on better hardware. And, you know, that gets into the whole smart delivery thing that Microsoft has been going on about. I'm really curious if Sony's going to address that at all in what it might be. You know, theoretically, if The Last of Us Part Two can play on a PlayStation 5, I should be able to get enhancements out of that. Um, we'll see. We'll see. So, see, so yeah, I don't, I don't think that, but what it also shows to me is that it's just a, a totally different strategy going into this generation where Microsoft's like you know Halo Infinite's going to be on Xbox One and 
even though probably a lot of people are going to want to play it on Series X or uh, it's also going to be on PC. I'm sure a lot of people play it there. Um, I honestly might play it there. Who knows? Um, but Sony, they see a lot of value in exclusives and having that exclusive be on the platform and the platform only. So if, for example, Horizon 2 is real, I'll be shocked if there's a PlayStation 4 version of it. Because, you know, they, they want to take advantage of that hardware and, sh- and be like, this is why you need to buy a PlayStation 5 to get a good experience out of it. A little bit different strategy. Just going to be curious. So, yeah, I'm excited, I mean, dude. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, same, I, I think we're going to be saying the same thing here. Uh, I mean, actually, wait, this is... This uh, thing is 1 p.m. Pacific, right? Yeah, so 4 p.m. Okay. our time. Yeah, I won't be able to watch this. Yeah. I'll be at work. Yeah, I I won't be able to watch it because we're getting something done with our house, so I won't be at home to mm. at least have it on in the background while, while I would be finishing my day, but I'll watch it that night. Yeah, I'll 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 probably watch it when I get home. I'll probably just you know, you know. Actually, in in reality, what what will happen is I'll be on break at work, and uh, I'll look at my phone, and it'll be blowing up with Twitter, and I'll be like, "Yo, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this?" And I'll have to go and watch it and see for myself. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to yeah. it. Before we move on to some of these other stories that are sort of shorter. Did you watch, and I don't want to fully spoil anything or anything, I'm just curious, did you watch The Last of Us Part Two State of Play? Hell no. Fuck no. no. Okay. I, why would I do that? Why would I watch that? Huh? I had the same mentality, but I caved. And oh, you motherfucker. I watched you it. Quitter. I won't. I won't say anything then, because I don't want to spoil any details. But I saw a meme of someone holding a PlayStation Vita. Yes. Is that real? Yes, that is real. And okay. that is amazing. And apparently they're playing Hotline Miami, um, which is just awesome. So, but all I will say is that that game looks fucking insanely good. And we'll see what the story, of course, I'm so curious on that. But at least from a gameplay perspective, some of the little details that Naughty Dog has worked into this game just, just seem insane. The environments are a lot more open, which seems to be very much kind of what they were experimenting with, with the uh, Lost Legacy, with Uncharted. So there's a lot of options there, it seems like, which I'm just really excited about it from a gameplay perspective. A lot more customization of things, and uh, they also just mentioned side narratives as well. So I'm curious how that goes as well in this game. Because they mentioned that, like, oh, you could miss, you know, make sure you explore. You can miss side narratives. And I don't know if that means, like, collectibles that you're finding or, like, actual side quest sort of thing. So we'll see. But Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Wait a second here. Is Naughty Dog generating FOMO? (laughs) I don't know. The way that the ESA planned to do with E3. Yeah. I don't know, maybe, but <laughs> game looks looks great. I'm very excited. 
Yeah. Uh, that's that's soon. Very soon. Yeah, th- I think three weeks. and then... You know what rhymes with soon? June. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Which is probably when you'll be listening to this in all reality. I mean, today's the last day of May, and unless you're staying up till midnight to download this podcast, <laughs> it'll be June when you listen to this. So, yeah. Exciting stuff ahead. Yeah. Speaking of exciting stuff, Tyler, are you excited for potentially Grand Theft Auto 6 in 2024 or before that, maybe? (laughs) Sure. Why not? Uh, This is a rumor going out because of an SEC filing from 2K, similar to a filing they made to advertise Red Dead Redemption 2. They're going to spend a lot of money advertising whatever is coming out. Oh, yeah. And I think we'd be fools to not think Grand Theft Auto 6 is that game. Uh, I don't... I personally don't see them throwing that kind of money around for whatever the fuck other thing Rockstar is working on. Mm-hmm. I don't see that with a Bully 2. I don't see them throwing that kind of money at a Bully 2... How many years after the first bully came out? God. I don't know. I think that was um, like, what, 2006? Maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, 14 years? It, this is going to be Grand Theft Auto 6. Yeah. It's, it's going to be. I agree. I think that time frame makes sense. Rockstar takes forever to make their games. That would put them about five years after Red Dead 2. Red Dead 2 came five years after GTA 5. It makes sense. Do you think when GTA 6 comes out that GTA 5 will still be charting on NPD? (laughs) If, yeah, yes, I can see it. I'm curious if they're going to, I guess through backwards compatibility, potentially, GTA 5 could exist on PlayStation 5 and keep selling. But I'm also mm. curious if they're going to do a native PS5 version of the game. Oh, at all. fuck. What if this filing is actually just for the, the GTA V <laughs> remaster? Oh, my God. That'd be insane. <laughs> oh, I mean, fucking video games. It, it makes sense, too, them spending so much more money in it being GTA Six. I mean, they advertised the fuck out of Red Dead 2. They still advertised it months after the game was out, which you don't see a lot in video games. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're watching fucking football, and it's in January, and there's still ads for Red Dead 2. It's like, holy shit. This is crazy. Mm. Yeah. So. Alrighty. Well, we know for sure something that isn't happening... Uh, and that is BlizzCon, officially canceled. PAX West still on as of now. <laughs> um, I'm looking. I'm I'm looking at the internet, and uh, I'm I'm seeing. You can still buy. Can you still? Actually, I should probably look this up before saying it. But you might be able to still buy PAX West badges. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but you you shouldn't. You shouldn't plan any travel out to PAX West. No. Um, but BlizzCon has officially canceled, of course, due to COVID-19. Um, probably something they should have announced earlier, but, you know, 
that's that. Uh, I mean, what would we have seen other than maybe Diablo 4 and potentially something World of Warcraft or Overwatch 2 related? Mm-hmm. I think that's all I can really think of. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. I mean, StarCraft is dead. Yeah. Uh, sounds what like else do they they're. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds like they're going to do something digitally in early 2021, which, you know, would be a good time to just give us another look at Diablo 4, Overwatch 2, maybe announce some release windows or something for those games. Mm. But yeah, I agree with you. I, at this point, I don't know what Blizzard would have. I mean, Heart, Hearts of the Storm is dead. Um,. Hearthstone, maybe, but they no. Hearthstone is still alive. Hearthstone is good. Yeah. yeah, it's it's good, but it's still going. But I'm kind of shocked they never put that game on a console. Um, yeah, it, that is. Yeah, that's strange. Yeah. Like it is the uh, CCG of like there there are no other collectible collectible card games uh-huh. except maybe Magic the Gathering. Yeah, but even Magic: The Gathering has managed to put out console versions of their games. I believe their most. Let me let me check check it out. But I think Magic: The Gathering Arena. Yeah, I think that's on console. Is, is on console. Yeah, I'm gonna look it up real quick just so I don't look like a dumbass. Actually, no, it isn't. Yeah. But there is a ma- there there have been Magic Magic: The Gathering um, games on console before. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I. I that's that's very weird that Hearthstone still because Hearthstone is on phones. Yes, Hearthstone is everywhere but consoles. Yes. Um. Yeah. I'm, maybe that's a thing that happens. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but I I think at this point maybe not because chances are if you own a console you also own a phone. Yeah. Maybe not a PC, maybe not a gaming PC, but you probably have a phone if you have a console. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm not sure. Maybe that maybe they did some math that I'm not capable of. <laughs> but pretty, uh, in my opinion, ignorant of Pax West to still be trying to hold on. I mean, you got to be fucking kidding me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, I feel really bad for. Like, you know, small developers who have to plan these things out and plan as if things are going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's very... Yeah, I... You know what? I'll throw this out. One of my predictions is that PAX West doesn't get canceled until less than a month before it's happened. <laughs> I can see it at this point. It's insane. I don't see any major convention or sporting event really having fans at it this year. I mean, I'll, maybe. Oh, the NFL is going to try. Uh, I think Absolutely. I think the NFL is going to try, even if that means half capacity the NFL will, in the stadium. Yeah, I, the NFL it. will absolutely do it. Like, yeah. they don't give a shit. Right. Um, I know, I think the first state I saw this past week was Texas. The governor said that pro sports can have fans at the events, but only up to 25% capacity of whatever venue, stadium, I mm-hmm. guess, arena. Yeah. Still, it's got to be weird as shit. <laughs> it's weird yeah, without that... fans, but if you look up and half, you know, a quarter of their arena is filled, that, 
I guess it's better than nothing, but still, it's just strange. And just... Imagine being in the arena and it's only a quarter full. I know, I know. It's like you're living in some sort of dystopian hellscape. Wait, that's just America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, sh- I should have left that at the top of the show, but uh, <laughs> here we are. Uh, we've got an announcement of a release date. I mean... How long has this been announced? Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered uh, is coming to PlayStation 4 August 27th. And one would assume that is forward compatible, or backwards compatible, rather. Yeah. Um, but yeah, another Final Fantasy. Tyler, I never asked this, but uh, how is Final Fantasy 7 rating to you among the Final Fantasies you've, you've played, <laughs> i.e.? Final Fantasy 15. Only 15. So far, I think I'm liking it more than 15. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, this game, though... Are you curious yeah. about playing more Final Fantasies, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I. It's just a time thing. Uh, like, I, I really do want to play more Final Fantasies. I mean, I want to play uh, 10 and 12. I want to play 6, for sure. Um... So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really curious about playing more Final Fantasies, without doubt. This game wasn't this game on GameCube. I think it might have back been. In the day. I, have you ever? Played I never this played one? it. Okay. No, I've never played this one. I don't think I've played very many of the actual side Final Fantasies, like the non-numbered mm-hmm. ones. Gotcha. But yeah, this looks good. I'm looking at the trailer right now. Um, look good for an old game. Yeah, I you know that that's the thing about some of these Final Fantasy games they have a pretty good style. Yeah, which uh, which translates pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also got a delay for a game that doesn't look half as good. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know which one you're talking about. Who would have thought that Fast and the Furious Crossroads Ooh. Ooh. would get a trailer that looks fucking god awful and then be delayed? Yes. It was supposed to rela- uh, release this May, which, you know, May is over. Yeah. Uh, I th- its new release date is August 7th, and I don't think it's going to be much better than it looks. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, I-, I think they were probably trying to get the game out alongside Fast 9, which would have come out last weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. So, but August 7th, this game, I really encourage everyone to watch the trailer for this game. It looks fucking terrible. And it looks straight up like a PS2 game, graphically. And I'm pretty sure a lot of the budget probably went into getting the voice actors, um, who are the actual actors <laughs> in a mm-hmm. lot of cases of in the movies. Um so I'm sure that was expensive and took a lot of their budget because otherwise this game looks fucking awful and the gameplay just seems really bad, man. Really bad. Like almost like an endless runner sort of thing, but with boss fights, you're driving a car, it's just... Ah. <laughs> yeah, this just looking at this pissed me off because this is what Codemasters is, is having slightly mad studios I know, do. right? I know. It's upsetting. Why does this game have... This game doesn't have to exist. No. Like... No. 
Sure, Fast and the Furious is a beloved series of movies. I mean, I, I like I liked every Fast and the Furious movie I've watched. I haven't watched them all, but I I've, I enjoy them when I've watched them. The idea of a video game, Fast and the Furious, fine, but if they have to make these kinds of compromises, why even fucking bother? Right. Agreed, and and, and this is kind of like video games have been moving away from things like this, like. This game happening on the PlayStation 2 or even, like, early PlayStation 3 generations, I mean, those sort, these sorts of games were in abundance. And though they don't really happen anymore because games have become more expensive and it makes more sense to make a good game in that IP um, rather than just some tie-in crap. Um it's just, yeah, this game doesn't need to exist. And and I keep forgetting, too, like, this was the final game announced at the Game Awards. If yeah. you remember. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what they ended on. Was this, outside of Game of the Year, it was this announcement. Like, what the fuck? And I think that was mostly because um, Vin Diesel and, uh, God, I'm blanking on her name. His woman. Michelle Rodriguez. Michelle Rodriguez, yes. Um, probably they were actually there. That was like really fucking weird. But mm-hmm. they play what they they pronounce like wasn't it Tekken really weird Tekken? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's just yeah. such a weird thing to think about. And oh my god, part of me wants to play this game, but part of me is like, fuck no, don't do it. I'll play it for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's free. Uh Shit, I, you know what? I'm not even gonna commit to that. You might have to pay me to play something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Speaking of getting paid, Hideo Kojima got paid for Death Stranding. Yeah. And Kojima Studios is working on their next project because of the success of Death Stranding, a game that is fucking bizarre as hell. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, it seems that. Death Stranding was successful enough that they are working on another thing, and you know what? Maybe that thing will be safer than Death Stranding was? I don't know. It seemed like a very weird decision for Hideo Kojima to put out his first game from his studio to be as weird as Death Stranding is. Um, But yeah, I guess he keeps getting to make games. Yeah. He also had another big project get canned he said um, Mm. that he's upset about don't know what that was won't say it Um, but yeah I I agree with you I I think it'll still be weird though his next project I think that's just that's his mind that's his uh, creativity and that's what he wants his, his team to put out is just like really you know, if you like or not, creative original games. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm I'm curious. Still no, like official numbers though for Death Stranding from Sony, um, which you know they're usually touting a lot of those things with their first party games. Um, I think they even announced stuff for Days Gone, but nothing for Death Stranding. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. saying the game wasn't successful at all, but just kind of curious because sony usually puts that stuff out yeah 
Uh, okay, so what we have to do now is just keep an eye on Hideo Kojima's Twitter and see what celebrities he's taking selfies with. <laughs> oh, and then we'll boy. know the cast of his next game. Yeah, yeah. Wonder how quickly that'll be announced. Maybe even this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he likes to announce that his could games be a thing. So early. It'll release before or after GTA Six. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. I guess. Yeah. Speaking of things that aren't over. Dishonored. They. They they think they're gonna make more maybe make more dishonored games. Tyler, you put this in late, right? Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was a, kind of an interesting story. You know, we both liked the dishonored games, and um, you know, they basically said way back when, a couple of years ago, that dishonored was resting for now. Um, but then they've now come out, and uh, the Arcane Studios co-creator. Co-creative director Dinga Bakaba um, got interviewed and basically said that what they said about Dishonored is has been completely blown out of proportion. In that they basically said the story of Emily Caldwin and Corvo Atano is over and believes the narrative to be complete. This doesn't mean there can't be any more games in the Dishonored universe. It's something where if we had a story to tell about the Caldwins and the Outsider, and that story is over. So, basically saying that the story for now is complete, but I guess there's always room for them to return to this world in the future, and I would be totally down for it, because I love the world of Dishonored. I love the gameplay of Dishonored, especially... They're just, they're fucking awesome games. And I'm, I'm excited for Deathloop that they're doing next. I think Arcane is just a great studio. And I like Prey. Um, so I'm really excited for what they're working on. But I would love for them to return to Dishonored one day. But I don't think, dis, I think they would have been making more Dishonored if Dishonored 2 sold anywhere near what the first game sold. Which mm, I don't think it yeah. did. Do you think we see a Dishonored game on the PlayStation 5 at any point? I think if Deathloop is successful, probably not. Mm. I think it's them just kind of... I don't think this interview is them saying, really giving a lot of hope that there's going to be more Dishonored games, but I think it's them just saying, like, we could return to it one day. Like, this franchise is not fully dead in our mind. We're just not going to do it anytime soon. Mm, okay. Uh, Alright. Let's... Alright, this this next story is obvious, and I don't know why you put it in here, but, you know, it's it's a thing that happened. Thought I'd throw it out um, quick, I guess. God damn it. <laughs> there are going to be more Madden games. Surprise, surprise. They keep making money, so EA and the NFL have agreed that uh, EA can continue to make Madden. Yep. Pretty much. That's it. Great. Fantastic. Can we move <laughs> <Yes>. on? <laughs> because there are a few things more certain than a Madden game every year. Yeah. Uh, we will, however, get a look at Marvel's Avengers in June. Um, 
The, the headline here from IGN Marvel's Avengers War Table gameplay and co-op stream announced for June 2020. So we'll see more of what that game is supposed to be like. Um, yeah. yeah. This game releasing in September. Same day. September 4th. Yes. Same day as Tony Hawk. Which brings me... I have a bet for you, sir. Okay. Okay, let's do it. Now, let's fucking now do we'll it. figure out the details, of course, of what uh, what it is. Of what's at stake. Yes. And I, I'll, I'll throw it out there, and I'll just let you choose. If both these games are not delayed, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 and Marvel's Avengers, if they're not delayed out of September 4th, does Avengers outsell Tony Hawk no you don't think so nope okay I do I do okay just cause I you know it's when's the last Avenger when, when was the last Marvel movie um a while ago yeah okay uh, alright what I think it was wow I think it was actually Spider-Man of last year holy shit yeah mm-hmm. so it's a while ago mm-hmm. so you might you might have that there but I figured, you know, we had a fun bet placed originally with this game. I figured let's have another one. All right. So yeah, I, I think it will sell. You do not think it will sell better than Tony Hawk. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah, that's – I feel like you're just giving me something. We'll here. see. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, I'm, regardless, though, I'm curious to see – this game. So I, a lot of times I keep forgetting it even exists. Yeah. I mean, I'm... Yeah. I, I, I don't think this game is going to do very well. We'll see. I mean, I'm interested to see this gameplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't... I just don't know. I just don't know about this thing, man. Yeah. I mean, they've, they delayed it, like, the game would have been out by now if it held its uh-huh. original date. Yep. So mm-hmm. they delayed it an awful lot, and I really hope that these extra months really is bringing that game together more than what we saw originally. Yeah, I just don't see uh, Square Enix having any kind of track record with a game like this. So, I I don't know. Does it matter if the game is good? I mean, this isn't a bet. Does it matter if the game is good? Uh, do you think that really affects it either way, how much it sells? I think because of the reception of it so far that the game hasn't looked uh, amazing and you know has kind of a... Uh, not everybody, but a number of people down... I think it could. I think if this game isn't good and reviews come out ahead of time, it's like, oh, this isn't good. I think it can really affect sales, but I think if those reviews are good, I th- think the game will sell way better. You know, that mm-hmm. might be saying some obvious stuff here, but, I, you know, The the Last of Us Part Two is going to sell regardless of the scores, I feel. There's some games that just will sell. Cyberpunk's going to sell. I feel like Avengers that like they have to nail it in once those reviews come out I really think it could get people excited. I mean it would get me excited. For sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Which one are you playing day one? 
Mm. Man, it's tough because I do really want to play Tony Hawk, but I might go Avengers out of okay. more curiosity right. over anything. Because I, I, I know Tony Hawk is probably going to be good. The studio has done really well with remasters, and those early games are, are cool. So I feel like the, there's more of a given there. Maybe it's more risky to go with Avengers. Probably is, but we'll see. They still have time. All right. Well, if you're listening to this, you still have time to get in on some sales. Uh, the PlayStation Plus double discounts sale ends June 10th. And we have a long list of games here. I'm going to scroll down to the bottom, as I usually do. And I'm going to tell you all. And if you haven't played Yakuza Kiwami, you can get that for $10. Dang. And you should fucking do that. Damn. Couple Assassin's Creed games on sale. Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered, 16 bucks. Origins Gold Editions, 12 or 20. And Rogue HD is 10. Or you can get Black Flag, Unity, and Syndicate together for $21. That's a pretty good bundle. Ooh. You can get Uno for $3, Tyler. Uno. Wow. Uh, do you remember Call of Duty Advanced Warfare? Yes, I do. <laughs> um, Just barely. Yeah. Game was fine, I guess, at the time, but uh, 24 bucks you can get that game. And um, there's a lot of DLC available for Call of Duty World War II, which we'll be talking about in a little bit. Mm. Uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands Ultimate Edition is $36. Nice. Ooh, Conan Exiles. It's 20 bucks. And a fuckload of DLCs available for it. Um, and then also for your VR, Creed Rise to Glory is $9. You can get The Surge 2 Premium Edition for $24. Ooh. Hotline Miami Collection, 8 bucks. Not bad. Had a full boyfriend, $2. Isn't that a... Hell yeah, go date some birds. Yeah, right. Oh my goodness. And I mean literal birds. <laughs> Team Sonic Racing is $20. Speaking of Marvel, there's the Lego Marvel Collection for $15. Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2 for eight seventy four. I imagine the Lego Marvel Collection is Lego Marvel Super Heroes 1 and 2, and then I'm pretty sure they made a Lego Avengers game. Mm. So, right. oh boy, Mighty Number Nine, four dollars. Remember that game? Yes, I do. I remember it's bad. <laughs> uh, Persona Five. Wow, not, not the new release. Persona Five is eight dollars. That's that's like eight. That's eighty hours for eight dollars. That's like a that's. It's a penny. Yeah. It's a penny in an hour, right? Yeah. That's, that's about that's, right. That's the math. Yeah, that's a pretty damn good <laughs> price there. No Man's Sky is 25 bucks. Damn. Yeah. Some good shit. Uh, you can go check that out. Again, that is the PlayStation Plus double discount sale. Good till June 10th. But if you don't have any money at all, 
Which, I mean, understandable if you don't have money to spend for video games. This is a month coming up, June, where you'll be able to get some free games that might uh, might just, you know, keep you busy for a while. Uh, Call of Duty World War II and Star Wars Battlefront 2 are your PlayStation Plus games of June. Tyler, what do you think about this? Um... I think this is not a bad lineup, for sure. Uh, Call of Duty World War II wasn't bad, and Battlefront Two is isn't bad. I've had a lot of content to that game. The subhead here I like very, very good. Two very different wars. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Do you think this is a dirt? Although the th- good. the thing is, um, about Star Wars is that it's just World War Two weapons that shoot lasers. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Do you think this is a reaction at all to last month's uh, no. PlayStation Plus lineup that people did no, not it like? it can't be. It can't be. No. You can't, ju- you can't just make deals like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I doubt they turn around that quick, but who knows? But not a bad lump. Not a bad lineup. I mean, it would make more sense to, you know, swap one of the May games with one of the June games and have two months that are more balanced, but, you know, I don't think that's that's what they were thinking at all is to... Yeah, it, I don't think that's a thing. That can't be. Mm-hmm. It can't be. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the news we got. Um... It's time, Tyler, if you're ready. Are you ready? I am. I am setting up... It's time to predict what happens. I'm setting up a Google Doc so we can keep track of this. Oh, okay. I just have a notepad open, so I'll just copy-paste over to the Google Doc. Uh, I'll just put Frank. That will go down here for me. So we're going to be talking about the PS5 reveal, EA Play... And uh, the Ubisoft forward, at least for now. Mm. So I'm going to go over here. Let me see if I can. All right. I'm going to uh, share this document with me. Uh, because I know you use the podcast email. To, I'm not sure if we can edit it at the same time. I'm not, I don't know how Google gotcha. Docs works. That's what. That's what it is. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I am using the podcast yeah. email. All right. There we go. All right. I have five predictions for the PS5, three for EA, and three for Ubisoft. Yeah. That, I have, that's what I have written down. I have three for Ubisoft, three for EA, and right now I have seven for PS5, but I'm I'm totally down to go with just five. Yeah, if you if you could prune that down, that would help me out. Yeah. Um. So where do we want to start? You know, why don't we? Why don't we work backwards? Why don't we start with Ubisoft, then do EA, then do PlayStation Five, since that's the most imminent and most exciting. Okay. We'll start with Ubisoft. Do you want me to start silly, or to start? Hmm. Okay. Silly, a wishful one, or something that I think is realistic? Mmm, why don't you just start silly, baby? 
Alright. I'm going to copy and paste this. Try not to laugh. We're going to have a battle royale with rabbits. <laughs> God. Rabbits royale. Oh boy. That would be quite horrifying, actually. I don't like that. I but Yeah, sure. I, I think Rabbids Royale is a launch game for the PlayStation 5. <laughs> and you'll be able to customize your Rabbids, you know, there'll be a battle pass. It'll be like every other Battle Royale game, except you're playing as Rabbids. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alright, my first one is that they're definitely going to show us Gods and Monsters. But I don't think it's out this year. I think they will give a oh. February... 2021 date the game was supposed to be out February 2020 but I don't see it coming out this year at all but I think we will get gameplay of it I want to see gameplay I mean I I can't believe they didn't even really show any last E3 that was weird alright Tyler because I know some people out there are just you know they just want something. And this thing is not something I think they'll want after they get it. But Far Cry 2 Remastered. <laughs> okay, okay. I think they'll get it. I think they'll get what they want. But then they'll realize they were dumb for wanting it in the first place. Yeah. yeah that's they'll hate I, malaria I even more. <laughs> sure. Um... <laughs> My next one is related to Far Cry. I think their unannounced major game from an IP is Far Cry 6. I think they're going to keep going with Far Cry. And I think it's... Where, where does Far Cry 6 take place? Um, it takes place in the, uh, the Wild West. God damn it. <laughs> that's definitely not happening but that's where it's going to take place and uh, I think it comes out in March of next year because right. I think their big games this holiday are going to be Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed yeah I hmm. they haven't rele- they have, don't have a release date for Watch Dogs Legion yet do they? No they don't have a release date they delayed it anything. indefinitely correct they, you know what I think Watch Dogs Legion is launch game yeah. for PS5. Yeah, that's, day and date. That's one that I had for sure. I feel like that's a pretty good guess. Um, See, that's my realistic one. <laughs> uh, here, okay, here. I think they're not going to talk about Beyond Good and Evil or Skull and Bones. feel like these games are uh, in development hell and won't be out for a really long time if at all i don't see skull and bones coming out you know you wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me at all um there we go mm. ubisoft all right Do EA? Oh man! All right. Uh, I'm, I'm, I actually look some, have to look something up real quick. Um. All right. Um. 
I right. kind of struggled mm. with EA a little bit. I don't really know what they have at this point. So some of mine are either obvious or might not even happen at all. Oh, okay. All right. So here's a thing that I think is going to... It might happen. EA's greedy enough. A Burnout Remastered Trilogy. Ooh, man. Fuck, I would love that so much. Fuck it, too. Throw revenge in there. Why not? Ah, mm. oh, that'd be so good. We'd love that a lot. Um, here's my first one. No, Anthem 2.0. I don't even think they talk about oh. it. I don't even think All right. they care. Motherfucker. Anthem 2.0 launches in 2021. <laughs> okay. You think they're going to talk about it? Yes. I don't think EA wants to talk about Anthem at all, and I think they want to relegate Anthem to just blog posts. Mm. Okay. If you say so. But I think we do get some from Bioware. And What do you think we get? Huh? I think huh, bitch? it's going to be a teaser slash name reveal for Dragon Age 4. Okay. You know what? That was that was going to be one of mine. All right. Now I have to come up with one on the spot. Uh, I think... My reasoning behind that, I think that game's probably not going to be out until probably 2022, maybe. But I think that's kind of how they revealed Mass Effect Andromeda. Like, there was just kind of a teaser trailer and... Then we got the name, and that's about it. So I can see them kind of doing the same. Same thing. Skate 4. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no fucking way. That'd be awesome, but no way. Skate 4. All right. That's that's all you got to say. That's all you got to say. Um, because I don't know what they have, here is my obvious one. I think Apex Legends, no doubt it's coming to PS5. I think it's going to be at launch. I mean, they already announced it's going to come to PS5, yeah. right? Yeah, I think they're going to try to get it out at launch. Makes sense. Keep the gravy Everything carries over. Your account carries over. Yep. Yep. That would be sweet. All right. Okay. All right. All right, here we go. This is... This is the time for one. what's going to happen this week. You won't have to wait long to know how wrong we are here. <laughs> yeah. We'll probably be talking about how wrong we are next week. Oh man. All right. Um I'm just going to get it right off the bat here. Resident Evil 8 VR timed exclusivity. Ooh, shit. Okay. Because that was sort of a prediction of mine. But not necessarily that those details. Uh, I think we're going to get Resident Evil 8, a trailer. It's going to be early 2021. You know what? I'm going to, I'm, I'm even going to get specific. I think it's going to be January again for a Resident Evil game. Okay. I think All they're right. just going to get him out. And I think maybe, maybe I'm being a little too confident. I feel like it's almost a no fucking brainer that that's going to be revealed, but... Maybe I'm wrong. I don't want All to be right. wrong. I'm, I'm excited for what that game could be. But VR, 
man, that was such a success for Resident Evil 7 and, and PlayStation VR. It yeah. makes sense. This is a little bit boring, but I think the cross-media bar stays for the PlayStation 5. Kind of basically how it is on PS4. Mm-hmm. And the way it was on PS3 to an extent. Yeah. I, it's... It works. It's a thing that works. Yes. Yeah, it, it works. Um, here's another one that I feel is, personally, it's a little bit of a no-brainer. Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War, what a title. Cold Water, wow. Cold Water. <laughs> Cold War <laughs> is uh, revealed. I think that's, the, I think that's yeah. the episode title, Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold Water. <laughs> Uh, and I think COD stays with PlayStation this generation. I think that's something they'll, they'll announce. Mm, kind of like right. when I think, what was it, Black Ops 3 was revealed that they kind of put a flag in the ground and said, we're going to PlayStation. I think that All that right. stays. So I think there will be, and maybe they won't talk about it, it'll come out after the fact that there will be some sort of timed content for PlayStation and PS5. All right. Well, I mean, Call of Duty's usually been announced by now. Yeah, I mean it's it it's has. gonna be announced. So, all right, what you got? Gran Turismo Seven. There's gonna be a focus on more cars on track with the extra processing power. Mm. Maybe forty cars on track at once. That would be sweet. That would make uh, endurance racing with multiple car classes a lot more realistic and able to happen. Uh, yeah, that's something that I feel has always been missing from uh, Gran Turismo and a lot of racing games is uh, having multi-class races. Yeah, that would that would be really cool. When do you think GT7 comes out? Do you think it's a launch game? Uh, no. no, I think that comes out uh, April next year. April, okay. Alright, um, here we go. Warner Brothers, Montreal's Batman game is revealed. It is called Batman. Mmm, it's just called Batman. (laughs) And... When does it come out? Hmm. I think it's not this year. I'm just going to say 2021. I think they'll be vague. But I think that game's got to be announced. And then I'm going to throw one more curveball into this prediction. I think we get a teaser for Rocksteady's game. It's about fucking time, man. Is it, though? Dude, it's... They might need some more time. Maybe, but it's been... I mean, they've been cranking away at something since uh, 2015 was Arkham Knight. It's a long time. All right, Tyler. Hold on to your pants. Bloodborne 2, February 2021. Oh, shit. Oh, that'd be... That would be cool. Uh, Do you think... You know, from software, I mean, they're working on Elden Ring, though. 
So you think I they've think... been working on Bloodborne too this whole time, too? Mm, yeah, I think that's been a secret. I mean, they have multiple teams, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, they, they do. They seem to be turning around a lot of games this past generation. So, ah, uh, that'd be that'd be cool. And I, 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 I think Bloodborne Two is definitely going to happen eventually. I just don't know if it's now. Do we? Do you think we see Elden Ring and all? I mean, that was revealed on Microsoft's conference. I wonder if they yeah, would stick. That's with that's Microsoft. a thing. Yeah, I think. I think there might be a marketing deal there that yeah. makes it so they reveal it Microsoft's yeah. thing. What a miss from Microsoft at their uh, third-party stuff. I mean, yeah, if it's not ready, it's not ready. But, man, that would have been awesome. Um, All right. Silent Hills is being remade. I think the rumors are going to be true. Being remade or being made? Remade. I think they're <laughs> remaking the first game. And it's... Uh, well, that's Silent Hill. That's not Silent okay, Hills. Fine. Silent Silent Hill. <laughs> because um, Silent Hills is the project is the name they thought... Yeah. Uh, PT. That other... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think we'll, we'll get some gameplay of it. I think this will be a big game for them. And... I think it'll I think it'll be a 2021 game. I think really, Konami hasn't put out anything. You know, I mean, it could be this year. It could, could be have been secretly developing a video game. It could be. <laughs> I, I would I would like that, but man, I don't know. You know what? Fuck it. I'll be chaotic. 2020. Right, good. It's good. coming out. Good. All right. You want some chaos? I'll give you some chaos. You ready for this? Go for it. Standalone to The Last of Us multiplayer, free-to-play Battle Royale. Oh, Battle Royale. (laughs) I can see every part of that except the Battle Royale. But, man, you imagine, I mean, you think about The Last of Us 1's multiplayer in a Battle Royale. That could be pretty intense. I'm going to say November 2020. Oh, wow. That would be very cool. Here's what I think. Uh, this, is, this is our what? This is our last... That's your last prediction. Yeah, this is the, the, yeah that's the, my okay. last one. So I'm going to do a first-party double whammy. Okay. I think right. Horizon 2 is revealed. But I don't think it's at launch. I think that comes out February... 2021 and I think mostly because that time frame worked really well for Horizon 1 and I think Sony's definitely going to want some launch window sort of games I think at launch I think this would make you happy it would make me very happy yeah I, think, I mean I'd, I'd welcome a new Horizon game I think we're gonna get oh, a what? new Ratchet and Clank at launch. No fucking, w- no fucking way! You are fucking, you are. You don't think crazy. it's happening? No, no. Okay. That, I don't think that's my pie in no. the sky. I mean, I'd want it, but that's not happening. <laughs> I think they've been cracking away on something. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. I mean. 
that's that's this week. We'll find out whether or not yeah. you're right or wrong about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, man, I'm just excited regardless. Um, yeah, if uh, you know, let's just take, I guess, some of the big major first party titles from this generation. If they were to announce a sequel to any of them, even if they don't come out anytime soon, which one would you pick? If they wanted to maybe oh, announce one title that's like far away, maybe 2022. Hmm. So you got Horizon, Spider-Man, God of War, um, fuck, we could say Uncharted, Days Gone, Gran Turismo, what else? The Last Guardian 2. No, fuck no. Who? What? Why would you even throw that out there? Man? Uh, yeah, come on. Uh, Bloodborne. Oh, Bloodborne I forgot too. Knack three. Oh fuck. Knack three's happening. Knack three. Fuck yes. Knack three is a launch game for. The, I don't have to put it in my predictions because it's just the truth. Yeah. Knack three is a launch game for the PlayStation Five. Dude, it's happening. Absolutely. <laughs> for me, I gotta go. Oh. God of War. God of War two oh, would be man. my one sequel that I really, really want. I just don't think they're going to talk about it. I mean... Wait, did you say first party? Yeah. Damn. First party. All right. Okay. What, do you have something third party? I mean, technically, From Software is third party. Mm -hmm. Bloodborne 2 would have been the thing that I want the most. Gotcha. Of all the exclusive games. Mm -hmm. Uh... But coming from first party, you know, Ratchet and Clank would be the one. They just they just bought Insomniac. Mm-hmm. Ratchet and Clank is the one that I want. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank would be a perfect title for Insomniac to get out to. Just have something out between it, and, you know, between Spider Man's. That'd be so good. Okay, it's a Ratchet and Clank hero shooter. Uh, <laughs> All right. Oh god. Okay. You know what? I think that's it for our predictions. Yeah. Well, you'll know pretty soon how wrong we were. Yes. Definitely. And we'll talk about that. Uh, as soon as next week, even. Yeah. We'll get to that. Dude, uh, it's happening. Because, yeah, we are as of you're listening in June. And things are happening, and we're going to talk about them as they happen. Until then, we, we're, we're going to go take a break and, you know, maybe play some video games. Probably play some. We're going to play some video games. Yeah. I mean, yeah. whether or not we play them together, who knows. But we're going to do that. Uh, if, you, if you need to yell at us about our predictions, if you need to tell us about how just wrong we are, even though we know we're wrong, I mean, you can just yell at us. It's it's fine. Just just scream, <laughs> scream, scream as loud as you can, as long as you're you know being safe about it, and not screaming in someone's face. You can do that a couple of ways. The screaming can be done unlimited amount of ways. I I can't think of every single way, but if you need to do some text screaming, text screaming to five two five five two. You can email us 
at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com or tweet at us at PSReportPodcast. Give us ratings and reviews. We'd ask you not scream in those. Um, share us with your friends. Definitely scream at your friends to listen to us. Uh, yeah. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler at his YouTube channel at PluggedOnVids. I don't think you guys do too much screaming over there, do you? No, not not really screaming. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, until next week, be good to each other. Play your video games and get excited, baby.